What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Eric Chow Empowers podcast. This episode is a very special episode because we actually have guests on the show today. For this episode, I sit down with my dear friends Nadia Lasui and Ram Rivera, and we talk about art, uh, particularly in music, dance, and film. And that's because Ram has been dancing for many years and even participates in some local competitions. Nadia is uh, quite the expert on films and, well, everyone listens to music. We also expand our discussion to look at what art is, the appreciation of art, animals and their relationship to art, the meaning of colors, and so much more. This was my very first episode with guests on, and I had so much fun with Nadia and Rom on this one. Uh, without further ado, this is the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode two. wanted to have you two on was because Nadia you always recommend films for me to watch and for Rom to watch and then we literally analyze films. I literally wrote you an essay on how to on analyzing Inception once because she was like Inception's my favorite movie so you'd better watch it. She gave me a CD for winter break and I literally wrote her a one-page essay and then Rom you've been dancing for years and you say you think about art a lot, and so that's just something that I felt like we could talk about. Uh, I just want to say, Inception's like the perfect movie for Nadia, because <laughs> it's like the way the director has designed it is like the audience is only Nadia's. Because like, <laughs> she, when Nadia watches a movie, she likes to like not watch the movie at all and watch everything else about the movie. Um, I'll take that as a compliment. But, it is, it is. Um, that's very true, though. When I watch a movie with people, I often just, like, talk the entire time. And I don't really <laughs> care if they're bothered by it or not. Like, I just want to talk. I'm like, did you see that? Or, like, what do you think that means, you know? So, um, you can't even lie. You liked the movie, though, right? I did. I did like the movie. I did indeed like the movie. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. I, it would not have been possible if I didn't like the movie to write that whole... I literally wrote you a page. <laughs> and... Okay, so it was funny because we were joking about me writing an essay about the about the movie. We were joking about it, and she was, like, jokingly threatening me that I have to write one. But I was just like, if I, you know, I'm just not going to just not gonna do it, you know? And then I watched it, I was like, oh, actually, this is not that hard to write something. So I just literally, I, right after I watched the movie, put, it, put the CD away, went upstairs to my computer, and, like, I just started typing and sent it randomly. Nadia's like, wait, you actually did it. So, yeah, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I also bugged Rom a lot to watch. Um, I remember even junior year, I, I told him to watch The Truman Show. And I was like, Rom, you it's gotta a good watch show. this movie. Or it's a good movie. I was like, it's so good. You have to watch it. You need to do it. And then he came back the next day and he's like, Nadia, this is the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> And that was before we were even, like, close friends, mm -hmm. but I would just, as you can see, I just recommend them to everybody, like, anybody who will listen, I'll just tell them to watch their movies, but I don't know, I just think it's really interesting to talk about, there's nothing really, 
like listening to a song or like seeing something on the of art is just not the same as like an entire story that you can have a need in like such a short time mm-hmm. compared to like a novel or like another storytelling um, medium. Unless you know Rom wants to like tell me I'm wrong and be like, oh, you <laughs> dance, you can totally like tell a story. Well, oh, okay, go ahead. Well, I mean, you can tell a story with dance. I'm sure. I'm sure Rom knows this. And uh, in my hours spent in the black hole that is YouTube, I've seen some pretty amazing dances that literally tell stories. And so, yeah, absolutely. So for both of you, I think, is it story that is kind of like the top thing for you when it comes to film, dance, whatever it is? Is it story that kind of is king? Like, are you asking what makes like art appealing? I think for me personally, yeah, but, like, what is art, right? Like, because people talk about, like, like okay, one differentiating factor between, like, um, I guess sports and art is that, or, like, sports and, like, dance is the art factor. Like, there's a lot of people who play sports who are like, oh, yeah, my sports and art. But then what does that entail when you say something is an art? Uh, I think for me, the... Of like art is not only the story but also the style, which makes it more like artistic. Like sports versus art would be, it's not um, random. Everything's more intentional, so it has a style and like a personal style depending on the artist. And I think that's kind of what makes it um, more, you know, because like it has a meaning. It's right. So this summer I actually took uh, an art history course. And one of the things that my professor was telling me was he actually had a four-part definition for art. Now, I'm not going to lie. I forgot it. (laughs) But what I do remember is one of the things was literally like the medium of the art, whether it's painting, film, dance, whatever it is, fits the message that is trying to be portrayed and is the most effective way to send that message so like even just for like what i do do i want to make an instagram post an article a video or a podcast so different forms are better for different things and so yeah i agree with that part of the definition and then the other thing i remember was i mean for sports most sports is there really like a deeper meaning (laughs) sports like you know no, no disrespect but i don't know what the story is when you're tackling a dude (laughs) <laughs> or a ball. I don't know. I don't know if there's a story there when you're racing and swimming or whatever. But for art, there is some sort of maybe a story, maybe a message, some sort of takeaway that is there. And then, oh, a third one that's coming to me right now is like some sort of cultural meaning. So you know, if it's Italian art, it might feature something about Catholicism, Christianity, for example. Um, so things like that, relating to that area. I think one thing about art that's really cool is, like, as you're talking about, like, different platforms and stuff, art platforms, like, each, I feel like each platform of art speaks to a different person, like, differently, like, music. Uh, Nadia was talking about how, like, she understands music as an art when she understands what the song means. And then sometimes I don't even, like, care what the lyrics mean to a song. It's just how I feel. Like, 
if it makes me want to like jump or like go to sleep that's to me is like the mood yeah the mood of the art yeah yeah is that just for music or for other art as well for you i mean for music especially i think music is definitely like a stronger influence but like i find that in other forms of art i'm like i'm receiving other like different emotions too and then when you dance you're gonna have emotions when you're dancing as well yeah i think okay dancing is different because if you ask an actor like oh in like a crying scene like oh snap like how are you so good at crying like did you fake it they'll say no like they they use they retrieved emotions from the past yeah and that's what a good actor does and with dancing it's kind of the same in a sense where you have to be able to be in touch with your emotions and like retrieve them for the sake of a performance or or dance in that sense i forced myself to cry by thinking of a sad moment once i did it once i failed the second time and i don't exactly like trying it so but like yeah it's the same it's totally the same i totally know what you're saying like thinking of like a sad moment or a happy moment or whatever it is you're trying to do yeah and channeling that into the form yeah do you guys think there's such thing as bad art oh yeah <laughs> there's like because like if art has the ability to make you feel emotions then it can make you feel like emotions people don't like or it can make you feel disgusted too yeah, which would I guess would be, but, but isn't that in a way like what if that is the intention is to you know? Well, because while you were saying that, I was like, well, you know, sometimes you want a piece that has anger, mm-hmm. hate. That's true. But and even disgust too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to say like, well, maybe you know, disgust is kind of different. Who wants to feel disgusted? But you know, sometimes that is a message that needs to be out there. Like in gory movies where you know it's like bloody and disgusting, but people still they love it. In fact, they don't even just dislike it; they love it. And um, I don't know. And there's like even confusion. Like it it seems confusing, but like maybe that's the point. Yeah. Mm. So is it really? That's true. I guess now the way I gauge if something is bad is the intention behind it. Yeah. Like if something is just you get a piece of paper and just put a bunch of things together. In that sense, I would say it's bad art because there's not that much intention. But if someone purposely did that to embrace a, like a, a feeling or to give a certain vibe, then that that would make sense as to why that's like not bad art. Yeah, I agree with that. Is it intentional? Yeah. It's intentional. But in that sense, it's not even bad. It's just not intentional, right? And what if you can't really understand their intention? Like... Just because you don't understand, like, what the artist was intending to make you feel, like, through the art, does that make it bad art? Or does it just make it not for you? I feel like that makes it bad communication on the artist's part. Because that's why they used art to communicate, because it can't be, like, communicated in the conventional ways. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Because now I think about it, like, kids will appreciate their own art because they're, like, on the same level. as like, if you consider, like, let's say he's, like, drawing, right? But the parents will be, like... Like they'll appreciate it, of course, but they won't take it seriously. Like that's, ugly. like that's like if we all if we all saw like our kids, yeah. I'd be like, "Come on, that's weird." <laughs> but then like, like nice ki- tree, kid. Like, but then to other kids, like in their level, they're like, "Whoa, that's cool!" And it's like a guy with like five arms or something. That's I mean, I'm not even gonna lie. Like when I see like Picasso paintings or something, like it's a Picasso. Like of course it's like beautiful, like artistic, like so much skill, whatever. But like you look at it and it's like, 
it's ugly. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It's not like pleasing or, but that doesn't necessarily uh, make it what it was supposed. Like maybe it wasn't supposed to be that way, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Which I don't know. Like it's like what I thought about a lot with art because at first I didn't really appreciate that part of it. Like I would just judge it so harshly, but then you have to think about like maybe that's not the point, right? Yeah. And so for me, with my art class, our first unit was the Italian Renaissance. And we would be looking at like some art pieces and I'm like, why do I care? You know, I'm just looking at like, okay, this is a painting of two random people that literally have never existed in history. Like, what am I, what are we doing here? And then I learned like, oh, these are actually two big figures in Catholicism. I'm like, oh, okay, well now, now that makes a little more sense. Or I'll be looking at, like, a building. Like, it's a building, like, with, with a dome on top. And it's like, oh, it's a big dome. Like, cool, man. But then they'll start, he starts, okay, well, actually, this is a really crazy thing because it was architecturally impossible to make. No one could figure out how to make this. And literally rain would, like, be pouring into this building because they couldn't figure out how to put a dome up there. And then so, like, some person, blah, 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 history. And then I was like, okay, you know what? That's actually pretty cool. That's pretty amazing, like okay, wow, I can't do that. Like, that's that's impressive, very impressive. So it's about understanding that background, which mm-hmm. most people probably don't get to understand at some certain times. Do you think you have to be able to, like, understand it or, like, be educated enough to understand art in order to, like, have that appreciation for it? Or do you think it's possible that, or not possible, but just as likely, I guess, that someone that, doesn't have all that like extra information could still have the same uh, per- perception of it. I guess. I don't really know what my question is, but <laughs> I, I, I get what you're I kind of get it. Yeah, I guess I get what you're asking. I think what makes art cool is like the freedom of it. Like <clears throat> people can perceive receive art in different ways. Like you said, you didn't have context before and it didn't make sense, but once you got some context of that one building, like it it kind of, like, opened appreciation for it, and I think that's what makes it special, right, like, if everyone appreciated something, like, the same way, it's kind of, it, it removes the freedom that art gives. It's about our own interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. So, even if my interpretation is, well, this is stupid, <laughs> it's still, that's still um, valid. Yeah, because, right, because everyone's gonna have different views, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think, like, Let's say you think something is stupid. You're, there's another art form out there that's like, well, this is amazing. And then someone else is like, what? This is stupid. Yeah, so literally. it's really just everyone has different tastes, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm just thinking about, like, those modern art museums where they just, like, draw, like, a line with spray paint. Like, <laughs> that's nothing there. But someone decided it's worth it to put it up in a museum. Someone decided that. I see nothing. What do you think... Um factors into someone's um, taste or like their personal um, opinion of art like how I don't know like how that would vary from person to person right that's a good question I don't even know I kind of want to just pause the episode right now I wouldn't even know that's huh I mean culture probably has some sort of impact I think it's I'm sorry part of it is you need to just be born with it like it's like kind of like what's your favorite color right like mm-hmm. are you born with like partly your tastes 
in you already or is it just purely by influence like what's around you Whoa. nature versus that's, nurture that's crazy it's always a mix yeah it's Probably. some kind of mix of that I think, I think one... it's like 35% <laughs> <laughs> actually it's 34.89 <laughs> what are you doing like... <laughs> obviously I think what makes someone I guess their t- like what develops their taste is like or for art is how curious they are because like if you really think about think about it like most art is kind of dry until you're really curious about what's behind it or like its intention yeah i like that if you're really like closed-minded too you're just like yeah it it has no value it's just yeah you have to be able to like interpret something out of it in order to get some sort of value or yeah at that point it's almost like everything is art Mm-hmm. Or nothing is art, like one or the other. Right. Yeah. yeah so, what qual- qualifies something as art? Because everyone uses it as a word. Like everyone's it's like thrown around. Yeah. My job is an art. My blank is an art. And then. I mean, this then, car that we're in right now is an art. I bet the maker of it is probably like, "Wow, that was that was an art for me, right?" So like. <laughs> Heck, I've used that definition before. I've literally so one of my friends. Uh, kind of a mentor for me. He literally, in a way, kind of was like, art is just anything we create. Anything, like our memories, art. Friendships, relationships, art. I don't remember how he told me that. I'm trying to anything remember. Anything you create. Anything you create. But even if it's not the, what we created, like a sunset. If someone. That's kind of like art. That's true. Is it someone? This is, blowing <laughs> this is honestly blowing my mind. Blowing my mind. I forgot about photography. Because, like, when you, it's just capturing a moment. You didn't create that, right? You just saw the vision for it. Unless you edit stuff. Like, you, then. Have, you, you still have to have the skill of, like, in the angle, the lighting, all of yeah. developing your I mean, right, there is a lot that goes into There's some of it that's, that you don't create. Mm-hmm. It's, like, out of your control. Like, yeah, that's still art, isn't it? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Guys, we're just living in one big painting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Why is that exactly what my friend, my mentor told me? That's literally what he was like, think of it as a painting. That's oh, crazy. I'm trying to remember the exact quote. It was something like, um, so he gave me a letter to sophomore year. It was sophomore year. He was graduating from Logan. And he gave me a letter and he was just like laying out some advice for me and like some, just some uh, great feedback and stuff. And one of the quotes was like, you know what? No, I'm gonna, pull, I'm gonna pull it up. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna literally pull it up. Right? <laughs> I'm gonna find it right now. This is unrelated, but Ram, I like your shirt. Thanks. That is Cause it, it's because it has. <laughs> it's because it has a polo. It's like has a collared shirt. It's collared and it has stripes. Oh, you know I like stripes. You guys are both wearing right. stripes. But yeah. You know. So what's your what's your guys' favorite color? Because I think that's that. That maybe that'll like dive into our like our taste. My answer is always gray, but then I guess technically it's not really a color, it's more of like shade. I'll count, I count it as a color. But that's that's my favorite well. color. Mine's brown. I don't really have one, to be honest with you. I it really like don't. Gray and brown. <laughs> well, I think brown is interesting, though, because, like, you're open to, or the, when I see multiple shades of brown, I like all of them, but if I see multiple shades of red, I'm like, that's too bright. I <laughs> like, that's like barely even red. Or like, for green, I only like certain shades of green, but with brown, I only like brown when it's mixed with another color. 
Wait, can you say that one more time? I only like brown when it's mixed with another color. Not mixed. Um, yeah, I'm like next to another color. Oh, I think it makes the brown oh. look nicer. Not mixed. I was like, wait, <laughs> that's black. <laughs> you can compare it to. Yeah. Oh, okay. So when you look at this bush outside, you see the green with the brown. Yeah. That's something to compare. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got you. The viewers are not going to understand anything at all about what we're pointing at. The generic bush. Yeah. Like, uh, sorry, guys. Why did I say viewers? They're not watching anything. I'm it's sorry, all listeners. They're visualizing us. Okay, I found. Some. For me, the only like qualification, I guess, to pick my favorite color was like, well, I, my favorite color is gray because I figured no matter what gray, like, I won't get sick of it, right? Like, I can look at it all the time, or like, I painted my walls gray, and like, it's very like relaxing to me that it's gray. But if it was like some other color, I feel like it like is so tied to like emotion i guess like if i paint the walls red like i'm just gonna feel tense or you know or if i painted uh you know green i might like be more depending on the shade like you might feel more excited right. or like something right. like that or like i don't know but gray is so neutral like it's like the definition of neutral is just gray yeah, yeah. that's true and so i i like that it's so like versatile it's like open to any any emotion or feeling that you want yeah. Well, it won't clash with anything, right? That's true. That's, that's kind of why that it's my favorite color. You're the first person I've met whose favorite color is gray. And it's cool. I know one person whose favorite color is silver. But, like, that just trips me up because it's just gray but shiny. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> it's shiny, like, it's shiny a color. Like, I don't, I don't know. Totally random thought. Sometimes I spell gray with an A and sometimes I put it with an E. Yeah, I have a hard time with that. I think it's because, oh, I read this somewhere. I don't know if it's really true. Okay. But um, the gray with an A is for, like, America, and gray with an E right, is preferred by that. the English. Oh, yeah, there's different words like that. There's, um, there's one time I even put it in, like. I just like it better with an E, though, which is such better. One time I even put both of them in, like, one sentence or, like, <laughs> one paragraph or something. Someone pointed it out to me, like, bro, what? And I'm like, <laughs> just pick one. I'm leaving them. I'm leaving them. Like, I'm not changing that. That's great. Okay, I found some quotes. Because I have a picture of the letter. Uh, okay. Know that you are an artist. So this is a quote from my friend's letter. Know that you are an artist. Regardless of how else you see yourself, know that it is natural to create. We make friends of strangers. We make amends after conflict. We make decisions based on our free wills when language fails. So make memories like a painter make strokes with brushes on a blank canvas and create a masterpiece worth a lifetime because your life's greatest work is your life itself. That is one of the deepest sentences I've ever read in my life. But yeah. So that's kind of what he was telling me. And so literally by that definition, to go back to art, it's literally anything you create. That's kind of how I decided to take it. Life is an art in a way. It is. I don't know. Every time I try and every time I like think I have a different definition of art, it gets like butchered. Yeah, it gets someone else comes along and is like, no, what about this? I'm like, oh, okay, you're right. You can't put it in a box. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like thinking of it like that. You can't put art in a box. But you can literally. <laughs> Do you think animals like, think of art as well? Even well, they don't really like, make it. Whoa. Like for example, like a sunset. I feel like you consider that as art. 
maybe animals also appreciate it. They're like, they think of it in the same way. I just imagined myself as a bird flying <laughs> towards the sunset. And I was just like, okay. I can't imagine a creature looking at that and not appreciating it. But at the same time, I don't know how a bird's brain works. So. I feel like it's... Well, I know animals have different preferences and tastes, yeah. right? Yeah. But then humans have like, a specific power to create, right? So if, if animals... There probably is an animal that creates, like, but not to the level that no, humans do. Right. Right, right. So if there's an animal out there that really does create and has tastes, then I believe they would have like an art that... That could like affect the, them. You know those elephants that like can paint on the canvas. Oh but yeah. Just because they can do that, is it still art to them? Like, can, is it considered art oh, just because they can like move their trunk? I don't know. Right. Because oh. if someone's yeah. training them to do it, yeah. it's more like I'm just doing a job for right. this guy and see what he does. Yeah. Maybe it has to. That's interesting. Have like inspiration, or like art has to inspire in order to be art. Otherwise, it's just. Not art. <laughs> I think it also goes back to part of the definition that I learned in my class, the cultural part. Right. The elephant, it's not really a cultural message there when he's painting, or he or she is painting, but for a human, there's that culture of whatever in the painting, and so that makes it an artistic piece for humans, not for the animal. My professor is the same problem. <laughs> so when we were talking about color, it um, reminded me of this thing called synesthesia or synesthesia. I don't really know what you want. Whatever. Rom and I have never heard of this. Yeah. Um, so it's basically um, where certain people have like um, a very strong correlation. Um, sometimes it's with numbers it's common or words where for example someone will have like a very strong correlation where every time they see the number two it just like they, it reminds them of the color green or like whatever other color and so it can even be like with people's names they just have a certain color to them or a shade of color and i don't know it's just really really interesting to me and i was recently um i recently found out that frank ocean who's a musician he he has it and so one of his albums is called channel orange and that's like a very specific shade of Whoa. orange and like when you see that orange you're like wow. that's frank ocean orange you know like it's just kind of wow. like stuck there and he says it's because that album um was kind of inspired by like a certain time of his life like a certain i think like the summer he was 19 years old or something like that and like that shade of orange just like reminds him of the emotions that went with it and that's why he like chose that color. And I don't know, it's just really interesting. That's to me. crazy. That's that's insane. So that's crazy. I don't know if anything's coming off you, but uh, just something random that I'm remembering right now. I was watching uh, Master Chef a long time ago, and Great show. <laughs> it was it was um, a blind chef that won the sh- went on to what win the show completely she's blind like she's literally walking up to the podium with like a lady that's like guiding her there her name was uh christine ha i think something like that and uh one of the judges comes up and tastes the dish that she made it was joe bastianich and he was like you know i imagine that when you cook you see things 
And I realized that we're pretty similar in that way. Because when I drink wine, I see things. And I think he was saying colors as well. So I'm thinking it, it's only with wine for him. But for the chef, I mean, she's cooking blind. And it's coming out delicious. So it's interesting to me. That's just something random that's popping in my head. I don't know if she has that, but it's just kind of connected. That's crazy. Crazy. It just makes me really curious, like, as to why, like, your brain would make certain That's connections. True. Like, why that color for that thing, right? That's true. It's just so interesting to me. And, like, why why do only some people have it? Like, I want it. <laughs> also, <laughs> what if it's, um, I feel like it might be, like, off-putting or irritating if you, like, see the color or, like, you see the number or word or whatever it is that to you is blue, or for example, but then it's, like, written in pink. I think that explains why people have different preferences, though, for sure. Yeah. Like, we just can't explain yeah, it. Yeah, maybe it's just connections that are there for who knows why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The neurons are just like, hey, like, <laughs> let's pair let's up. Connect so like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the uh, color and numbers thing is so interesting, though, because then that would mean, like, that would make math way more intentional than it is. Oh, like, imagine just looking yeah. at some math, and it's like, Art. it comes out to a picture of, like, something crazy. Oh, that's That'd true. be crazy. Yeah. And then that makes everything, like, I'm just picturing one of intentional. Mr. Broca's whiteboards and then seeing a painting, and I'm like, <laughs> that's I crazy. I can't, I can't make the connection. The thing is, I don't know, um, like, because I've, I've heard of it being common with, like, words and numbers, mm-hmm. um, and I guess also, like, certain time, or, like, memories and emotions. Like, I don't know where, like, how, what else that extends to, right? Like, I don't know, it's just, like, what else has colors, could have colors, I don't know. Like, like can can music, for example, be a certain color, like a song that you listen Mm. to? Well, like, shifting colors as the song goes on. So, it always frustrates me, sorry, continue. <laughs> so for Frank Ocean, when he said orange, right. would he be picturing orange as he was singing his songs? So would that be attached to the words? Or would that be attached to maybe the beat? The I rhythm so. of the song? Because yeah, so like it gives the feel of, yeah. for him, that color. Exactly. I was going to say, um, it just frustrates me how... Um, certain colors are like assigned to certain um like things mm-hmm. in our world how like green means go red means stop or like red means danger yeah. yellow means yeah. yield or or insanity or like all these random things yep. um but like who, who assigned that yeah you know I mean? or like blue means sad like says who <laughs> heck and chirping blue means joy like exactly. <laughs> exactly. yeah and like everyone follows it Everyone follows it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Art's crazy. And colors. Art and colors are crazy, yeah. I saw a YouTube video once, like, of, like, the, of how, like, I don't know, movie people, they just decided this is the worst movie ever created. <laughs> and the reason why was because, uh, the reason why was because there was like 
no pattern that was like followed that followed through the plot mm-hmm. and it made no sense and i feel like that comes in that also kind of makes sense with like music like what makes music appealing is if it follows a certain pattern it's with a certain like repetitions of of like music like if you visually saw like notes in a line there has to be parts where they match up somewhere right and if it's completely random it's like kind of sounds ugly and i think that works with art too but then some art is like completely random so i have no idea abstract yeah. it's like too yeah but if like if it's consistently abstract then there is a pattern so then order versus chaos yeah actually from the same um podcast that i heard where i learned that frank ocean had that um synesthesia um they also talked about one of his songs um pyramids i don't know if you guys know it it's like nine minutes long it's it's really yeah it's very like unconventional to have like on a just like a right right? but um what's crazy about it is they were describing that the way the notes look on like the music sheet actually form what looks like the shape of a pyramid Whoa. And I was so shook when I heard that. I listen to that song now. Because Me too. it's actually, it sounds like, like you hear the notes and to think that it looks like, like a, yeah, it's so like intentional, right? Like you don't do that on accident. Wow. And it's like, not only is like, you know, music is normally like, experienced through noise only, but it's right. almost like a visual part. Right. It's like a part of it too and he made that into a song yeah that is and I was just so, like that's the one I knew I was like this guy's above me like yeah. he's above like that's I don't just, know what that is like, just I was amazed that is genius yeah wow and I'm just thinking about like, <laughs> like I've, I've looked at plenty of music and I'm like how did he make a song out of a freaking pyramid <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. That sounds so stupid. <laughs> I'm just well, trying, art to, is stupid, I'm trying to picture like a pyramid on like a bunch of staff notes, and they just seem so stupid. <laughs> and he made that an actual hit song. Like, damn. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta listen to that. I gotta listen to that. Wait, I'm gonna see if I can put it at the end of this episode. I'm gonna see if I can find a clip off Spotify and put it at the end of this episode. I should be able to do that. If not, go right now. <laughs> go right <laughs> so now. It's song Pyramids by Frank Ocean on yeah. the Channel Orange album. Mm-hmm. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, I think. I should be able to link it, but we'll see. <laughs> I should be able to. Yeah. Cool. Alright, Nadia, Rom, thank you so much for coming in on this podcast yeah. episode. No, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> sorry. You're welcome. You're welcome. Two Thanks. types of people in this world. <laughs> I just kind of hopped along. It was kind of funny. All right, that is the episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to what is the longest episode so far. This one was nearly 40 minutes. The introductory episode was what 12. The other one was like 10 minutes. So thank you so much for listening through this episode. The fact that you're listening to this part right now means so much to me. So please let me know if you actually did listen to the end so I can thank you personally. 
I also want to give a huge shout out to my dear friends Nadia and Ram for joining me on this episode. It was so much fun for me to be able to sit down and chat with them a little bit. And it was also kind of nice because instead of just me talking and actually having to figure out what I'm going to say, it was actually more like a conversation, which I think is even better. And I dearly, dearly, deeply enjoyed it. And I hope you guys did too, listening to our conversation on art. Look, my whole thing is I want to be able to empower people to live lives better. And I want people to be curious and constantly want to learn and grow. That's what we're doing with this podcast. And that's what this episode was, being curious and discussing ideas. I hope you guys learned something. I hope it was interesting to you guys just as it was for me. Let me know if you like the topic. Let me know also if you liked having Nadia and Rom joining me in this episode. Because I would love to have them again. This was also the first episode where I've actually had guests on. So uh, there was a little bit of confusion behind the scenes of uh, this recording that made it uh, a little more interesting. But I think once we got the conversation going, once we figured out how to do the recording, it turned out pretty well, I think. Um, if there are some audio like changes in volume and stuff, that's... That's my fault. You know, we're still trying to figure out how this all this works, but I think it's good enough for you guys to get everything you need. Right after this, Pyramids by Frank Ocean. There's going to be a little clip from that. So listen in on that, and then you can go to Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, or wherever to listen to the rest of the song Pyramids by Frank Ocean, which Nadia talked about in the episode. Guys, thank you again so much for tuning in. Please send me your thoughts, underscore Chow Eric, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Nadia and Rom's information will be in the episode description. All right, guys, without further ado, here is Pyramids. And thank you for listening to episode two.